Welcome back, friends. This is the Good Midlife Podcast. We are back after a brief hiatus, three weeks, had a little traveling to do. Um, having a little technical difficulty tonight, so I'm using an old school mic, not as good a sound quality, but we are back and we are getting it done, ready to get back into some more content. Richard, are you on the road or are you at home? I am at home tonight, but I am traveling again later this week. So uh, nice to be home for a day and then uh, out and about uh, tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday. So a lot of traveling ahead. Where did you, where do you go this week? Uh, I go to Evansville and Indianapolis again. So it, it's, I, as I've said before, I call it the big thumb. So doing the big thumb, going over to Evansville and then driving up to Indy and then coming back down. So a lot of windshield time, but uh have some internal meetings and then also client meetings. So it, it should be kind of wild and crazy again, as usual. Yeah. Back to work. Well, it is, um, you know, I just drove up through Indy this past weekend. I went to Chicago and the, uh, the I, I drove through some of the worst rain I've driven through in a while. I couldn't even see the city of Indianapolis as I was driving through downtown on either side of me. The buildings were totally obscured by the rain and the fog. And it was, that was intense, but uh, hopefully you have better weather. Right now, you know, it's hot here. It's middle of the summer. I feel like we're halfway point of summer. Um I feel like the all-star game for baseball is usually the halfway point of summer. And I feel like that's yeah. the case right now. And uh, so on the back end, we're about, we're less than two months from football. So that's very exciting. Can't wait for that. Um, yeah. Can't, can't wait. Uh, looks like uh, recruiting's picking up for 2024 season. And uh, I mean, it, it's everything's coming along kind of nicely. It looks like recruiting wise. And today, I don't know if you saw this or not, but um our governor signed in signed uh, some regulations that we're going to have sports gambling in Kentucky in 59 days. Just yeah, in time for football I did season. see that. I, yeah, I did see that. And that is, uh, I think that is welcome news to the state. I think we were losing so much money to uh, states around us uh, and people uh, taking their money outside of us. So it was, I think that's a, that's a good thing. I cannot wait. I haven't even looked at the line, but I'll, I'll put a little cash on the UK home opener for sure on Labor Day weekend. Um, well, we're back. We'll get into some travel stuff in a bit. But uh, Richard, we usually start talking about the weekend, the wrap up. Where have you eaten? Any of that stuff. We haven't talked in three weeks. So city of Louisville, have you gone out? What have you done? Cool. New restaurants, old restaurants. What's been going on? Uh did a couple different things. Uh had a family in town over the weekend or the fourth of July weekend. So my brother came in. Uh went to Noche and then we went to the Havana Rumba and St. Matthews. It's like Havana Rumba Mojitos or something. I love that um, place. Yeah, it was uh really good. Went to Noche again, which is uh one of our favorites. So that that is that was really good. And then um a, a group of us went to Chicken Me the other night, um, and then after that, we went bowling at Vernon Lanes, the new redone Vernon Lanes, yeah. which is really nice, and enjoyed that and had a good time with that, and and uh, yeah, so, uh, but other than that, not, not much of anything else. Yeah, you've been doing a lot of running and biking, right? I have. I actually ran, this weekend, I ran from my house. Uh, from my house to Brownsboro Road and then back to Seneca Park. So I did 13 miles running from my house. Damn. So lots of running. Perfect time of year for that. Beautiful so, weather. Um, yes. Not humid at all. Not no, humid no, at all. no, no. 
Um, yeah, well, you know, I'm going to try out Vernon Lanes on Saturday. I've got a buddy who's having a 50th birthday and may swing by there and check that out for a little bit. And so uh, I'm interested to see it. I've heard really good things about it. Just haven't been there yet. Um, did you eat there? Did you get any of the food? You know, I, I went there a, uh, probably a month and a half before that and had food down there. It was not bad. So right. um, it, it's, it wasn't bad. I'll just say that it seemed we got some appetizers and food, so it wasn't too bad overall. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I, I'm, you know, I, you, I know some of the people that own and run that, and their pub food is always very good. So I'm looking forward to checking it out. Um, other than that, you know, we haven't been in town for a while, so I haven't done anything Louisville wise, but um, did get to make a trip to maui and have you been to hawaii what's your hawaii experience i i have never been to hawaii that is uh, uh that is definitely on the bucket list and would love to go it's um it had uh i was working out in california at one point and i thought about just taking a weekend and just flying over there since it was so close and probably a lot cheaper than it would be for me to fly here to there but uh yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. So I'd I'd love to do it, and I saw your pictures and it looked amazing. Yeah, I've been posting a lot on our social media thread on the Good Midlife podcast on Instagram, and uh, tried to to show a lot of stuff. We had a great trip. Um, I have been to Kauai once before. This was my first trip to Maui, and each island has some interesting things and and something's better than the other at each spot but this is a special place to my wife family and it was a really great trip celebrated a 50th wedding anniversary um ate a lot of good food did some fishing caught a an ono cooked that up really nice made some ceviche with it which was unbelievable just fresh out of the ocean cut it up wow. and uh, yeah elizabeth uh, made up the um the stuff and we just threw that fish in there and ate it and it, there was none left at the end of, of dinner. So, um, yeah, I, I, it was a great vacation. Very good. You're right about the flights, you know, the cost to get there is prohibitive. And once you're there, you can get in, we stayed in condos and that was not really any more expensive than, you know, going and getting a condo, um, you know, in Destin or something like that. But the cost of living on the island is very expensive. Everything is, is costly, but, uh, but totally worth it. Very beautiful. We got to check another national park off, our, off of our list. Haleakala National Park uh, is there. We saw both sides of it. You can see some photos on Instagram. It was very cool. Um, we got to go up and see the sunrise at Haleakala, which is the big thing there. And um, when we were there, one of the park rangers was a native Hawaiian, and she did some singing and chanting, and a couple of bus drivers were uh, native Hawaiians as well, and they joined in. And it was very, very moving, very spiritual very uh close to the earth we have talked a lot about being a, a mountain person or a beach person and i got a little bit of both on this trip but the mountains always give me life always give me life yeah yeah for sure uh the the the, the internet wants to know did you uh in try spam while you were out there and oh, get some oh. of the local cuisine so i was told what i needed was masubi and i was told this and uh so I know that spam is a big deal in Hawaii. A lot of Hawaiians eat spam, and it um, you can you can research that. It goes back to World War II era, I think, and it being hard to get fresh meat, et cetera. But my father-in-law does like the spam in Hawaii, but he likes to fry it up for breakfast, and that was just fine. He made breakfast one morning with fried spam. No problem with that. I would eat that all day. Now, I was told masubi, though, I needed to get, and that's just 
warm spam kind of like sushi roll. You know, it's pa rice packed together with some kind yeah. of sauce on there. Got a big old hunk of spam that's warm and it's all wrapped together with a piece of seaweed. Um, spam is disgusting. So, okay, let's just go back to that. I don't even know, understand. I know people like it. I know it's a thing. That fried stuff was good. The just fresh warm out of the cans. We tried it. The first time I took a bite of it, it was warm from the, the counter at the ABC store. And uh, it was not good. It was fine. I, <laughs> I ate it. it um, we decided maybe this is better if we make it cold. Let's put it in the fridge for a few hours. So we went down to the beach and came back and tried it. I couldn't swallow it. I, I felt like it was like dog food on rice, man. It was awful. Awful. Awful, I tell you. So apologies to the fine folks at Hormel and uh, all the spam lovers out there, but I am off the spam forever. Well, that that is good to know. I, it's like I in all my eating adventures, I've never had spam. So I have, uh, I I probably should, and I just that is one thing I I've never had. So I would say uh, I had lived almost fifty one years of my life without taking a bite of spam. And again, the fried is fine. I would do that again. But if it was just that the stuff out of straight out of the can, I wish that streak had, had been extended longer. I wish I had more consecutive days of not eating spam. Um, did you know a lot of people who like spam? When I went to college, I met some people from particularly Eastern Kentucky who love spam and cook spam all the time. Do you know anybody that really likes spam? You, you know, no, it's just like, no, not really. I mean, I, I it's, um, it, it's kind of weird in that regard. Like I, I think my parents have talked about it because, there's still that generation where it's like, no, I have, I, I don't think I've ever met anybody. It's just like in this more modern era, it's like, yeah, I'll take some spam. Right, right. I, that's a great point. Like our parents' generation, probably it was a little bit more popular because you didn't have access to fresh foods. Again, that would be why it was popular in Eastern Kentucky, right? Same reason as Hawaii, harder to get fresh whole foods there. And uh, so that makes a lot of sense. And in our generation, in our life, it's a lot easier to just get, you know, some chicken or some some ground beef or something like that. And yeah, some, yeah. Some food, you know, with with real food. So, um, it was a great trip. Uh, long plane rides. Um, I wish I had some really funny stories to tell, but nothing. You know, generally something calamitous happens to me on vacations, and nothing did this time. Um, we had a little minor incident with our scheduling for Haleakala. We may have gotten up at three a.m. to go to the top of the mountain. And then realized five minutes down the road that our um, reservation had been for the day before. So we went back home and went to bed and then rebooked for two days later. But if that's the worst thing that happened, you know, no big deal. Nobody, uh, nobody passed out. Nobody had an allergic reaction. Nobody got stitches. We didn't get shaken down by the policia. Um, it was a nice trip in that regard. Nice. Nice. I will tell you, this is a funny story. Uh, my brother-in-law has a daughter who's five years old, and they went out early. They went through Vegas and went to um, the Big Island for a few days and then came over to Maui. And she was uh, really struggling with jet lag uh, at some point right before we got there. And she could not remember the word, the phrase, jet lag. She could not remember. And I don't know what's happening over at their house, but she just said, I'm so tired and I feel so butt jacked. <laughs> Well, that, that, that's one way to express it, I guess. I looked up butt jack in the Urban Dictionary just to see if I could add it, but you already know what butt jack means in Urban Dictionary. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, 
So we did that. I would say, you know, we like to talk about food a lot. The best restaurant I ate at there was a place called Hula Grill. Um, and, and it was fantastic, really good. It's up near uh, Lahaina and uh, in that area. And uh, uh, Kanapali, I guess, is where that was. Uh, and so it was there. It was it, That was the best meal I ate. Beautiful setting right on the ocean. Um, had a great, it was a, a macadamia nut encrusted piece of mahi. Uh, over a little rice and some pineapple LeBlanc. It was delicious. Um, but I eat fish almost every turn. Uh, Maui taco is legendary, and it is everything they tell you it is. So, but I was glad to get home to a burger and a salad, too, you know, to uh, what we what we normally eat. And then I had a birthday this weekend and made a little trip right after the Maui trip, and we did Chicago, um, a little quick impromptu jaunt up there. And uh, saw Dave Matthews' band and turned it around and came home. The show was great, as always. Um, uh, it was, Richard, I, I texted this to you, and I'll tell it to the group. Um, walking into a Dave Matthews show is like walking into a white doofus convention. It's just white doofuses everywhere. And I'm fine with it. Those are my people. That's exactly what I am. Um, there was a girl there, a woman who was probably in her 40s, dancing around like it was 1994. You know the you know the festival girl dance from the 90s, right? Where she's yes. like oh, back yeah. and forth and turning. Uh -huh. And, uh huh. She was getting it. Um, it was uh, it, it it was not the coolest crowd in the world, but the show was fantastic, and uh, I would do it again in in a heartbeat. Got a great set list too. He went a little bit dark with some of what he played, and it was really good. Yeah, I haven't seen them. I think the last time I saw Dave Matthews Band was playing at um, at uh, the Louisville Bat Stadium. If that tells you how long it's been, I think Willie Nelson and and stuff like that. And I, there was somebody Willie else. Open. That's, that I've seen Dave. I think I've seen Dave ten times, which is not that big a deal for people who are fans. But that show was great. That's one of my favorite shows because Willie opened, and then in in the Dave set, Willie came out and did Grave Digger with him, and that was just an iconic moment with a great song. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I remember being at the show. I don't remember anything about it. I, that's how much fun I had. So yeah, good. Awesome. Yeah. 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 I had a very good time and that's all she wrote. Um, that was in the middle of my divorce. So um, yeah, that's, that's all I'm going to say about all of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but a great show, great, but uh, seeing Willie and Dave sing together was was really, really cool. Um, otherwise, in Chicago, we went to a new pizza place we haven't been to before. We've talked about um, Chicago Dittas. I think you said Pisano's is your favorite. Is that right? It is. Okay. And I like Pequod's, um, but we read, there's a place called Robert's Pizza, and it's on the river um, near Michigan, and it's it, it was rated one of the top 20 pizzerias in America. And so we decided we'd try it. And it was really, really good. It was not Chicago deep dish. It was tavern style, um, thinner crust. But we got some meatballs and we got um, a pizza that, that didn't have any meat on it, but it had some fig jam and some goat cheese and things like that. And uh, just fantastic. We even made a trip back to our hotel to put the leftovers up so that they would be there when we left the show. And that was that was clutch at twelve thirty when we got back. Yeah, that that is uh, that is impressive and and good uh, thinking ahead for sure. Yeah, Roberts, I would I would recommend that place to anybody going to to Chicago. Which um, you know we were we I, I was happy to do it. I always like to get pizza in Chicago, so that was good. So 
that's that. Those are my travels. I've got a little travel break for a little while. Um, are you traveling anywhere before you get rolling in the fall, Richard, before all of your uh, trips? Yeah, um, we're, I am doing, we're going up to D.C. a couple of times this, uh, this winter or this fall. Uh, right around Labor Day, I, we're going up to D.C. Um, I am, we were, I was supposed to be doing a three-day bike ride that went from Cumberland, Maryland to Washington, D.C. And that's kind of got put on the back burner, but I still might do a day of it. Okay. Um, I, I think when we travel out there, I might have Maisie drop me off, and then I'm just going to ride in um, 60 miles on the on the day. We're, we're going to leave a day early, and I'm going to ride in, and then she's going to come pick me up. Um, and then um, – then I go back and Maisie's going to Italy, which I'm very jealous about and and uh, very very jealous about. But uh, doing she's doing that, and then I am going back to DC because I am in the process of training for a marathon, and I'm doing the Mar uh, Marine Corps marathon in October. So right, right. the Marine uh, Corps, of, as we talked about earlier, that's the Marine Corps marathon sponsored by the board. Yes, by the board. So I'll, I'll be drinking. A shot of Borg every mile. So excellent, no, excellent. no, I won't. But that, how, long that, is, how long is Maisie going to Italy so that I know how many nights to book strippers? Yeah. Uh, so she is gone for a week. Um, and in that process, I also have the bourbon chase. But I, I am up for a rocking good time. Excellent. All right. Very good. So, well, but, uh, and then and then we have we'll probably go back to. Uh, We'll probably go back to D.C. at some point, probably one of the holidays. I'm not sure which one yet. We're, we're in process of discussing that at the moment. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. We've got one trip planned. We have a New York trip the first weekend of October for a wedding, which is going to be really fun. It's on a boat in the East River is the wedding. So we're cruising around the city on a Friday night. That sounds really fun. Um, and get back to one of my favorite places, too, New York. Um, and then, uh, you know, we talked about a, a football trip this fall. I'm working on it. I think you might be out on that with all of your fall travel, but um, I feel like Denver might be the leader right now. But I'm I'm working on some uh, ticket options and some scheduling pieces. Well, that. keep me updated on that. Um, and uh, now that my trip has shortened to D.C., it's like I have a little bit more vacation okay. bank. Okay. So. Um, I might, uh, I, I don't know if Maisie can go, but I, I'll talk to her about that as well. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Sounds awesome. Awesome. So that's, that's my travel for the rest of the year, I think. And then, um, then we're at the holidays and there we go. So, um, you know, we talked about football. Let's, let's take a quick gear shift. Let's talk sports a minute. We haven't done that much lately. We've kind of gone entertainment wise on our last few pods. We've got, uh, the all-star game this weekend in baseball this week coming up. Are, are, are you into baseball at all? You know, this is about the time I do start to get into baseball. I like the all-star break. I like watching the game. It's usually, it's, it's entertaining. I am not, I mean, I know the Reds are on a real hot streak and stuff like that. And it's like, everybody's talking about the Reds and how hot streak they're on and stuff like that. And I, I think that's uh uh, but as a relate, this is when I start to get interested in baseball. My Red Sox were doing really well, and 
somehow they're still they have a better record than most of baseball, but they're in dead last in the AOE. That's a brutal division. They're they're like five seventeen or something, and they would be leading you know the central division in either league. And uh, yeah, that's a tough spot. I feel for you there. It's just the everybody in that division is over five hundred, and in the AL Central, like I think the leader is right at five hundred. So it's yeah. A, yeah, it's it's, kind of a, it's it's pretty interesting how that's working. Yeah, um, well, and, you know, the money's all in the East, though. You know, and in Baltimore and and Tampa have you know they they've built with their farm system and Toronto too. You know, done it the right way. Uh, Baltimore and Toronto were bad for a long time, and so this is one of those situations where I think the Red Sox and Yankees can't outspend the young talent that they have right now. Yeah, yeah, I think that that it's I think the talent thing is really biting them in the butt for sure. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm a Braves fan, lifelong, and it's pretty – they're on a historic roll. 60 wins before the All-Star break is pretty good. Um, but we'll see. And, uh, you know, like you said, the Reds are good. It's kind of fun, you know, uh, being close to Cincinnati. That's our city's home team, basically. We have the minor league franchise for the Reds, so a lot of those guys playing there, we've watched come through Louisville. So that's pretty fun. And uh, – you know, excited for the second half of baseball um, as we get independent races and such. Uh, we've got UK basketball stuff going on, Richard, right? Yep, yep. Uh, the, the team has gone international. Uh, that's all I know about it. I'll be interested to see how this young talent is uh, going to do. I agree with that. We, You know, we got the kid. We got a, a player transfer from West Virginia after Bob Huggins left, and uh, I think that's a big addition to what we have. I think we were missing a little bit. And so we needed one more, one more dude, one more guy that can score one more, one more dude. And I think we got that. And so I think that's, that's pretty exciting. So be interested. Yeah, to see I, what think, I think since we, we talk about it, we got that guy from West Virginia and I think that's, that's pretty big. And it seems like we might be under the radar a little bit this year, but I don't know. Cal's got to, got to do a lot here. So well, we need a we need a, a good season and a deep tournament run is what we need. So we'll yeah. see what happens and who knows. We'll we'll see. We'll be talking about it all season long. That's yeah. for sure. That's for sure. Um, all right. Are you reading anything interesting? Are you watching anything interesting? Seen any movies, any shows, uh, anything that, that's that's on your entertainment radar? Yeah, I'm reading a book about the Ardennes uh, or the Battle of the Bulge. Um, I'm kind of I, I decided I think I'm going to try to finish. Mo, uh, it's a guy named Anthony Beaver. He's an English author. I've written, I've read most of his books. I mean, I've read three or four so far this year. I read about D-Day. I read about the Arnhem uh, um, or Bridge Too Far. Uh, now I'm reading about, I'm kind of going in chronological order. Uh, the next one after this will be The Fall of Berlin. Um, so I'm uh, reading that, and then um, Maisie and I actually watched an interesting documentary last night. Or we might have more to go. Um, it's about the Ashley Madison scandal. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, Keep yeah. Talking. It's you on have Hulu. My um, it's about uh, how the rise, basically the rise, and then sounds like the fall of Ashley Madison. Okay. So it talks about um, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, so doing that, and I'll have to get back to you when we finish this, but uh, it's pretty interesting. And what and network is that I, on? It, that's on Hulu. Hulu. Hulu, okay, okay, yep, it's done by ABC News. Um, but it, it, it's kind of like in the Netflix kind of 
style yeah. and everything along those lines. Then uh, real quickly, I, I do have to plug a book my wife recommended that I'm actually listening to since I have so much windshield time. It's called Empire Pain. Um, and it is about, I think, actually, Maisie Lennett to Elizabeth. Elizabeth, Elizabeth has it. It's right. sitting on our dresser right yep. now. It is, it, it is about the opioid uh, epidemic. and But more importantly, it's about the family who owned the pharmaceutical company that did this. And I, I can't, this book is, I've read two books that kind of left me kind of in awe. And one was Devil in the White City, which is a great book. And then this one has me in awe because it is unbelievable how unethical this family was and this company was. Yeah. And it, yeah. It, that... About everything. I mean, it goes back to when they came, it's like they came to the United States or their they were born and how that all happened. And it's, it's fantastic. Is this the Purdue Pharma Group? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I can, I can tell some stories. Um, not, not anything out of school, but I'm not going to get into it on the air, but I, that's, I'm a pharmacist by trade. So I, I remember when that stuff was happening and I remember the marketing of it. So I'll just say, um, I, I get it. I I'd like to read that too. I think that that whole story is fascinating and it's, um, uh, like you said, there are some ethical questions to be polite. Yeah. Yes. Now it, it, it's 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 very interesting how they marketed it, how they pressure. It's like put pressure, on, and then it, it kind of reminded me a lot of. Um, it it kind of reminded me a great deal of like how Lance Armstrong used to go after people, and mm -hmm. just like basically, it's just like he it just attacked their uh, personalities. Like mm -hmm. they they had one sales rep they talk about who it was a sales rep and she's like, Hey, I'm not going to, it's like, I'm not going to promote this. And they fired her. Well, she went after him for a meager hundred and like $30,000. Like right. old, old my wages. salary for a year while I, yeah, while I go yeah, buy something else. Yes, exactly. And they came after her and in the deposition, they somehow brought up that she had taken speed or something in her oh. college. And it, the attacks on them were just, unbelievable like how they went after people and businesses and like and then they'd hire like people from the fda to like they'd hire former prosecutors to like be on their defense teams it's insane so anyway i just had to plug that so well, i might line up elizabeth and get that book before she gets her hands on it she's got a billion books um that she's always wanting to read so i might sneak that one before she gets yeah it. you should it's it good. really good especially a man in the industry it's, yeah it's right. pretty interesting yeah yeah for sure. Um, well, I read while I was on vacation, um, I read The Wager by David Grand, who wrote Killers of the Flower Moon. And it's fantastic. He writes a great historical narrative. It's about a shipwreck in the 1700s and the survivors get they strand on, a, on an island um, going around Cape Horn and. Um, Argentina, Chile, in that area, and then they some get back, some of them get back ashore in Brazil, take a boat and get around, and then uh, they're celebrated as heroes. And then two years later, the captain and and his two uh, right hand men show up, also on a raft, and they claim it was a mutiny that happened, and it rolls through the whole thing. And then you get into some issues of what happened in England when they all got back with trial, and it's an interesting book. It's a 
and an interesting idea of and it talks about like in England, the idea of fame at that time and 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 what it meant to write a book and what it meant to be famous. David Grant's a great writer, does a great job with that story. It's very good. Yeah, um, so I want to read that one. That's that's definitely on my list for sure. If, if you want, if you want it, I'll I'll let you borrow it if you want to actually physically read it. Okay, all right, that sounds I'll good. Give it to you. Um, I'm in the middle of Pappy Land right now, which is really good. It's about bourbon in Kentucky and Julian Van Winkle, uh, Pappy Van Winkle's grandson, who's running the company now. And um, really, just if you're a Kentuckian, it's a really good read. So I'm in the middle of that one, um, and I finish right before vacation. I don't think we talked about this. I briefly talked about it. Um, talking about Cormac McCarthy, but I finished Blood Meridian, and it's honest to God, one of the best things I've ever read. It's hard to read. Oh, I have that in my Audible books. Yeah, and um, actually, he in the three weeks we since we talked last, he passed away. Yes, I know, I know, oh. I know. We lost one of our great literary minds uh, it, while we were, you know, on vacation and stuff. So um, he's he's a real fa favorite of mine, and that movie, that that book. Uh, there's been some challenges to try to adapt that to a film. A couple of people have tried it. Tommy Lee Jones tried it in the early nineties, but um, I think I may have mentioned this on a previous pod, but the director who did the road is taking this book up and trying to treat it for the screen. So I can't wait to see what that looks like. Yeah. Dark yeah. And bleak. Really good. Really, really good. Um, did you watch uh, the, what was it? The, his other book they did. Amazon did it. Um, something what is it like the the lost city of z or something oh yes 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 i've seen that that's david graham that yeah yeah sorry yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So. yeah that's david graham yeah i have seen that um and then as far as tvs and movies you know i watched some movies on the plane most of them were just fluff to watch um we finished narcos which i love that that show is fantastic now, right now, we're in the middle of a couple of series on Apple that are very good. Richard, have you seen Hijack yet with Idris Elba? No, I have not. Excellent. It's really? a little silly in some points, but it's actually pretty good. They do a good job of keeping it tense. It's very intense. It's very intense. Um, it's a little networky, but I still like it. And then okay. uh, we're also watching The Silo, which is dystopian kind of kind of post-apocalyptic sort of world situation but um good as well it, it's it's very solid and very very intense very engaging so both of those shows on apple i would give a thumbs up and say check them out we also because everybody in the world is watching the bear we just started the bear again last night i think we had watched the first couple of episodes when it first came out and then jumped off it we liked it we just never got back to it i think maybe it was a little dark at the time but um i, I I'm very thumbs up on that from what I've seen. I can't wait to, to keep it yeah, going. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're doing the same thing. We were talking about starting it last night, and then we saw the Ashley Madison thing, and immediately switched to that. So uh, yeah. um, we were thinking something lighthearted and fun for the evening, so we went with that. But yeah, that that is on my list. Everybody swears by it and says it's amazing. So I yeah. look forward to wa watching that. Yeah, me sure. too. We we. We got home from Chicago last night, and so, of course, that's set in Chicago, so perfect thing to just put on a couple episodes as we're falling asleep or just late relaxing in bed. So, um, anyway, I, I and it's about a chef, and we all like to cook, and we all like to eat, so it's awesome. Um, yeah. All right, so there's the entertainment hits. We don't have, we didn't do a lot of prep, a lot of, um, you know, 
rankings, this or that, uh, uh, that kind of thing this week, but just kind of getting back to it, letting everybody know we're back and us kind of catching up for a minute, which is always very fun. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to get to tonight, Richard? Anything else you're wanting to, um, no, no, we ha we we need to. We're about to start entering music festival time, so we yes. need to uh, get back on the wagon with our ultimate list, um, our, our our ultimate, I guess, go to list. One thing in sports, real quickly, it was said that apparently Tom Brady lost thirty. He had he's, he's had a pretty rough year. He got a divorce and then apparently lost thirty million dollars in the FTX scandal and collapsed. So uh, that that was kind of interesting. Saw that, um, and then I, other than Trump that, Trump showed up at UFC know, this weekend. Did you see that? What's that? Trump showed up at UFC this weekend. Did you see that? I did not see that. He and Dana he rolled in with Dana White and a bunch of uh, Secret Service agents and was sitting front row for the UFC fight this weekend in Vegas. That that is very interesting. Very I did not know he did that. Yeah, lots of commentary there if you want to make it, but just an interesting thing I saw this morning. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I also did see uh, Pitbull is coming to Louisville. That that's something else that nobody needs to know about. I want to uh, go. I'm not gonna, but I because I don't want to pay for it. But I would go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, Bob Huggins resigned because of a DUI and is now coming back after the university saying he never resigned. Yeah. And it's threatening to sue them, either reinstate them or he's suing. So that could be interesting. That could be an interesting story. So, and then, uh, uh, but yeah, we got we we got a couple of lists we can go to in in the up and coming weeks, including movies and stuff like that as well. Well, I want to schedule it. Um, and when we do, we we've got an idea. Your ultimate three day lineup for a music festival five bands per day and it can be living or dead anybody that you want to see you know if you want perry como you got it if you want robert johnson put him on the list you know if you want led zeppelin it's there so that's our concept we're going to tease that and we're going to come back with that in a week or two and i've got a special guest lined up for that one richard um kelly is going to join us she joined us for our Oscars podcast so she's going to come back with her list and have a third voice to really kind of talk about that yeah cool yeah hey uh, another thing uh sports wise I forgot to mention the USB Canada uh last night and uh apparently it was I didn't there was weather delayed and then but apparently it was a wild finish with PKs and also uh uh uh, uh the the coach is now back with the team again so. Yes, this is, this is USA Soccer, and uh, yes, yes. Um, so uh, yeah, that's right. That was a big win against Canada. And did you ever think you would see the day where in North American soccer, Mexico would not matter? Yeah, they they are. I mean, when they got blanked by the U.S. in Mexico, um, that the alarm bells went off in Mexico for sure because they the manager was immediately sacked. Uh, the next day and then it's it, it's just mind-boggling it's like where it's where did it's like it's nice Canada's back but I mean it's like it, they've been slowly building which yeah. is nice to see but it's like it's also kind of weird to see at the same time yeah well you know a buddy of mine in this uh, thread that I'm on with uh, our, our soccer 
our, our group that holds uh, season tickets for soccer, he, after the Mexico win, he said, everybody's making a big deal about this, but is the U.S. MNT really that much better or is CONCACAF just bad now? And I think it might be that CONCACAF is bad. Yeah, it, it's, I, it's like, I, I, there's part of me that wants to believe that, uh, um, that, the U.S. is building and they're they're coming back and everything along those lines, but I I I really don't know. I I cannot. I mean, I hate to be so negative about it, and so I, I just don't know what's going on with the team. I, I it's like I don't know. I I, I mean, we'll we'll quickly find we will eventually find out like if there's really that good or really that bad. So it's going to be interesting. Always interesting. Well, that was a big win against Canada. So it's time for us to wrap. I'm going to um, let everybody know, just get at us on the socials. As we've talked about before, the good midlife podcast uh, on Instagram, the good midlife at gmail.com tension crew on Instagram. That is Richard. We want to hear from you wherever you are. We'd love to interact with you. Continue to keep following us. We're having a great time doing this. We're going to be back next week with some more good stuff to talk about. We're going to keep living our best midlife. You keep living yours. Spam is disgusting.